gotten interviewed before, but we've been asked many a times to be on a radio show, host that radio show, and then bring somebody on. Like the three of us have worked together in multiple capacities. The two of you, right. Barry, myself, Harry, myself, all three of us have worked. It's like a three bet parlay where all three of them are hitting and you have these two different ones or in a round robin, whatever. So my point of it is this, at any point, has anybody that we've interviewed either collectively or individually done something like that no. and put on spades or some card game or start playing PlayStation or, you know, is yelling at their kids in the back. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've had that happen. Yeah. I've had that happen. You know, really the kids. Yeah. I've held I've yelled, If you don't sit your ass, sit down. Well, you know, mean, sometimes that's unavoidable. I'd imagine. Right. I don't have kids, but I mean, come on. Yeah. I've oh, had well, that. Now, hey, four stall weighs in on Twitter. I finally remember the flush live hit moment. Yep. <laughs> you have people out there, Harry, that have been paying attention to you so long. They All go these years. The Stuart Bradley dump interview. Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on, look. <laughs> Stuart Bradley. I have a story about Stuart Bradley. You do? Yeah, man. You know, because the Steelers play, you know, the Eagles just about every year in the preseason. Right. You know, so, I mean, I'm always coming up and I'm playing. So, like I said, this is this is year 11. I mean, I'm playing year 11. So, I'm not starting. I'm just, you know, back up. They put me in because they know they know if I come in, I'm good. I can, I can play, you know, every position on the offensive line. You know, both tackles, both um, both guards. And I played center, too. I mean, I taught myself to play center. Long story long, we're playing against, uh, we're playing against um, the Eagles. I mean, playing against the Eagles, and this is preseason. And I, I'm sitting there, and, and you know, our starting left guard, you know, he goes out there for a series and he's out. They put me in. So I play the rest of the rest of the first half with the starters. So I take I hit, you know, Stuart Brad. I drive him and, and drive him into the ground. I get up over him. And he looks at me. He's like, who are you? I was like, man, who are you? He said, man, I ain't even worried about you. You're going to be cutting two days anyways. Like, oh, wow. I was like, dude, who are you? Who are you? Wow. So at the end of the game. He comes to me. He said, hey, man, my apologies, man. I said, what you mean? Your apologies, man. You just told me I was going to get cut, man. I'm liable to slap you, man. You ain't going to do all that. But, yeah, I am about to do that. He said, man, I, I apologize again, man. I just told them what I did. And half the guys over there wanted to punch me in the mouth for saying it, man, because they said you should be respecting B. Brooks and yada, 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 yada. You know what I mean? But can mm -hmm. you imagine him saying that to me in the game? Man. No. Stuart Bradley of all players. And then I felt bad because, like, two weeks later, he was out for the season because he got hurt. He like did something to his knee, ripped his knee or something like that. So, but yeah, man, can you believe he said that to me? Wow. Are oh, you gonna be cutting about two That's days? Brutal. Yeah, I wanted to whoop his ass. I was Jeez. mad. I'm still mad about that. But you're 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 obviously concerned about the Eagles Thursday night too, which surprises me. Very much concerned, man. Very concerned. You know, um, you know, and and. You know, as, as as fans, we should be also. We're talking about an offensive line that's been ravaged. They mm -hmm. have nobody left to, to go get. Yeah. I mean, I'm waiting for my phone. I'm waiting for the text from my phone for Howard to call me and say, hey, man, you ready to play? Come on, man. Just give me like two or three plays because what would you they do? don't have enough. What would you do yeah. if he called you? I couldn't do anything. I got to do this show. <laughs> no, 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 no. Boss lady would step in and say, wait, how much are you making to do that stupid show? Right. With guys or Harry by the way, yeah, who's paying? Who's paying right now? I still don't know right. who's paying my checks. The what? You're, no, you're with that Anton Mays guy? Get him off. It, it wasn't even who the hell we are. They're just like, get off. Get off. Now, I'm curious, all right, because we have a couple of minutes on overtime here, and, and we have to get to this because this is what it's designed for. 
anything that we didn't hit or something that could carry over locally that's imperative to get out. You are actually concerned. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Harry accuses me of doing that all the time. No, but I told you. I'm you very concerned. Really concerned. Like you have concerns in your body, angst in your body that the Eagles could lose this game. No question. No question. Defensively, they're a lot better than what people are giving credit for. This defense that they have is a lot a, a lot more ahead than their offense. You know, Jones, he's not going to do anything from the quarterback position, but what they have on defense is good. I mean, I mean, I mean look at their roster. You know, Logan Ryan, he's a local kid. Uh, went to Eastern over here in Philly, I mean, uh, in, uh, in Jersey. Went to Eastern High School. He's starting a cornerback for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at this point, you know, Jabril Peppers is still a viable guy that can come up and stop the run as a safety. Um, their defensive line, you know, Leonard Williams is a force. Who do we have to block Leonard Williams? Oh, okay. Then look on the other side. You got uh, uh, Dexter Lawrence, first rounder from last year, balling, making it happen, putting pressure. We have nobody to block these guys. And we all know that Carson got his head kicked in this last game. These guys are, you know, they can do just as good as that. You know, they, they're a real physical type of front seven. And then the linebacker was just Blake Martinez. Blake Martinez might be one of the best linebackers that you don't hear about in the league. He led the league in tackles the past couple of years. That's how good this guy is. He just didn't get a lot of hype because he was in he was in Green Bay all those years. He's been here with the Giants. He's turned them, he's turned their defense around. He's a short tackler. They're not going to be able to do the same things that uh you know that 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 they did like last week. I mean, it's going to be hard for them to do it. This defensive line that they have is good. The linebackers are good. They're solid on the defensive side of the ball. So that brings me a lot of concern because we're playing against a team that's, you know, pretty healthy on the defensive side of the ball as opposed to our team on the offensive side of the ball that's totally not healthy. Mm. Mm. Deshaun Jackson's going to return. Okay. Well, I think he's going to return, and there's going to be a play or two for him. I just don't – I'm not scared of the Giants on their offense at all. I mean, their no, quarterback not. is the their leading rusher last week in that game against the, the Washington football team. Um, you know, he's still a, a work in progress. I don't really consider Joe Judge to be a threat either or, or Jason Garrett running that offense. I just think on a short week – Playing at home is a, a definite advantage, even though the Giants don't have to travel very far. It's still an, an advantage. And I think that the, the, the Eagles' competitiveness the past two weeks against good football teams, yes. I, I feel good about them going and finding a way to win. Do they cover the number? I don't know. I'm going to take them, but I just think they find a way to win the game. All right, so you're good with um, – if Lane Johnson comes back, and I don't know if he will, I, I think don't know they if he's going him. to. Yeah, they, they might save him for the Dallas game, but yeah, that means we're gonna have Jake Driscoll. We don't know if he's gonna be back. So I'm he trying to look at the backup. Either. I don't I don't yeah, I don't I don't see anybody that can come in a backup. But that means we're gonna have Brett Toth. Brett Toth is an offensive lineman that you know a year and a half ago didn't know how to come out of an offensive stance as as a pass blocker. He played at like 255, 260, because mm-hmm. he was in, the, you know, the armed forces, you know, their teams, and they can't have big, they have to go through PT, you know what I'm saying, every morning. They do everything that the other cadets do. And you're asking him to come out there and be a pass blocker against, you know, a, 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 a defense that could really make some things happen. I, I don't know. I just can't see. see it. Now you know, you're scaring the, the people here. You, you see? Yeah. Now, Barrett, you've, you've pissed some people off with this analysis. I can only be real. I got to be an analyst. I got to tell the truth. You can and read that, me, right, Harry? 
Yes, I can. What okay, is, I wasn't overlooking the Giants, but Barrett's kind of scaring me here, says <laughs> Berserker Sportsman. <laughs> but, all right, Brett Toth at offensive tackle. My he man Toth. He's, 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 he's 290 pounds, which in all actuality means he's only 280. Um, he's six foot six. He's thin. He's going mm -hmm. to go against uh, Demarcus Lawrence, who played at Clemson uh, two years ago, was killing everybody in, in college football. And we're asking him to block him all day. It's going to be tough. Now I'm thinking they're going to forget the line, forget covering the four points and all that. I'm thinking now that maybe I should just take the Giants to win outright. Now all of a sudden, there's something <laughs> here that Barrett has just secretly shifted the conversation yeah. from, oh, man, don't worry. The, the Giants, they come in, they're terrible. Everything that Harry laid out to they could lose. Let, let me just ask you this one final question here before we get out overtime as we do each and every day following the program, the middle here, but what ha like, think about this, think this through and I'll answer it first, but if they lose Thursday night, Oh my God, that has to be one of the worst regular season losses we've seen, including anything that chip Kelly and rich Kotite have done. Um, yes. yeah, it would be up there. Yeah, it would. Well, They're not going to lose. Okay. Well, Barrett telling you otherwise. Well, I'm the, then, you also got to think that Miles Sanders is not going to play. Hmm. Neither Saquon Barkley. You got you got you got dump truck and Corey Clement yeah. playing. You're I, just I, so I, out on Boston. Yeah, you hate Boston you Scott. Conceive him I don't, doing I don't, positive for this team. I don't hate him because I don't see the explosiveness that I had last year. And one thing you, you cannot do as a young player is to come back and not be in shape not be in better shape than you were the year before because you're now going to get an opportunity and wasting that advantage that you had last year. He wasted this opportunity of coming in and being an impact player by not coming back ready to play. His body is not where it needs to be. Pure point blank. So I, I'm, I'm disappointed in him on that. Look, I, I think we should just end on that note and just let everybody go out and have their day ruined. We appreciate <laughs> you, Pat. For... Hold on, hold on. But I'm just saying, all right, just look at the, the, um, the tight ends. Richard Rogers is our best tight end. Yeah, Dick Rogers comes in as as the savior, and now we've got. Don't forget Kroom. Yeah, Kroom, bro. Kroom, you got Kroom. And Hakeem Butler. Well, Butler He's... wasn't even active, right? <laughs> he has to be active now because 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 Ertz is. All right, that's it. Overtime each and every day for Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Amaton Shander, live from the Fritz and B and Cooley Studios. One final word from our good friends, and then we'll see you tomorrow. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life.